Welcome back, Xers, to another episode of It Only Hurts When I Talk, the podcast for Gen X aging disgracefully. Does getting old suck or kind of doesn't? That's what we explore on today's episode. Greg and James dive deep into the philosophy around why aging is awesome, and Henry Rollins shares some wisdom for the ages. As always, like us on Facebook and Instagram, but enough of this chit-chat. Get over there! Hello. Hello. Oh, okay. <laughs> it, it you got, don't, have anything to, don't have anything to say anymore? No, it got, it got silent all of a sudden. Quiet. So. I know. That's rare with us. I guess, I guess we're back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good morning. Here we are. Oh, my. I wanted to, before we get into the topic du jour, the, that's the, the soup topic? Is that what mm-hmm. it is? Soup topic. Yeah, yep. the soup topic. Uh, I, I got a little feedback, which I thought was interesting. Mm. I believe it would have been two episodes ago, we were talking about what it means to be an adult. Yep. And I talked about a friend of mine who had recently changed jobs and took chance and, mm-hmm. and all that, and that I, I felt like... To me, that's that's an element of bravery and um, and confidence. Mm-hmm. And he, of course, pinged me, and he, and he listened, and he had an interesting perspective on it. He said, "See," he said, "Thank you." <laughs> he said, "But I also wonder when I'm going to grow up and grow out of my wanderlust and settle into something for the long term." Mm. And I went, "Wow, that's a completely legitimate other way of looking at the situation." Yeah, so he sees himself as not being, quote, an adult or mature because he has these desires and these to fulfill, you know, hey, let's go here and go there and, and look for adventure and get that dopamine hit. Yeah, squirrel. That you're the opposite. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I need the squirrel to come to me and, <laughs> and, and rub my hair and say, we can go now. It's good. <laughs> place, place the golden walnut at your feet, mm-hmm. and uh, that way there's no risk. Yeah, yeah. It, it just, I mean, he appreciated the where, where I was coming from on it, but he said, you know, it, at times he looks at it the other way of, you know, why can't I just, you know, the, the wanderlust was the term he used, which I thought was great. Uh, I, it just goes to show you, I think, I think it's easy to be internally, you know, unhappy or, or indecisive or, or not, uh, not confident. Well, yeah, there's, there's, it's all about confidence and the, the challenge that many ADHD brains face is that we have that turmoil going constantly in our heads about everything. Mm -hmm. You know, why can't I be quote normal or should I have said that? I shouldn't have said that. What, what should I, you know, and you get like these crazy awkward spirals that you get into. Um, but it's all generated from your own internal perspective. And it's rarely externally real. And I think this is the same thing where you're like, you have this internal expectation of what it should be. And I think we talked about that. Like, well, how do you, how, should means that there's a baseline that is true. There isn't. Right. Yes. <laughs> so yes. when there's no baseline against which to measure, how does one measure oneself? You I, can't. I think we should go back and rename that episode. Everyone's normal, but me. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's yeah, yeah. That's what it feels like. That is what it feels like. So anyway, I just wanted to to relay that response because I thought it was very interesting. Yeah, uh, I like that. Yeah, yeah. I was going to well, say put, every, Sadie, put Sadie on. Let's get the Gen Z rebuttal. 
You, Gen, Gen Z is asleep at this hour. Thank you very oh, much. Of course, yeah, that's right. We're going to have to do this at 8.26 p.m. if we want her to, to join the conversation. The, the, no, she's streaming then to oh, her followers. Oh, so right. Her followers, all six of them? Mm-hmm. Her followers, what does she have, a cult? She, I don't know what she even does. Now, that girl's got moxie. She, she does have moxie. <laughs> she doesn't know what moxie is, but she's got it. She's got it in yes. spades. Mm-hmm. Nice. Man, I wish I had my own religion at 17. <laughs> Yeah, she's something. (laughs) All right. Anyway, topic. Topic, yes. I forgot. Oh, I didn't. Okay. You start. Getting old sucks, but kind of doesn't. Kind of doesn't. Yeah. So this whole concept of aging and the juxtaposition of when one was younger and it's 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 like the same like that that uh, concept of hey if you could go back in time if you could be X years old again would you do it and and why because that would assume that where you're at in life now is not great mm-hmm. right it like being older sucks because being younger would be better like if you could transport yourself back in time to the person you were 25 years ago would you. I found a lot of surprising results from, you know, the brain trust that is Reddit and Cora, uh, and as well as my own perspectives, of course. Uh, to, so I thought, let's talk about that, because mm. I, I find it interesting. Um, many of us go through that, the, the change of when we pass 5-0. I don't know why that's such a magic number. Humans are wired to like those kind of numbers, but uh, technically your life's been more than half over for several years by the time you hit 50. So I don't know why people think it's like the halfway point. But anyway. it I, I think, you know, we had the conversation a while back about what is it, like the numeric dysphoria or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Uh, for me, because I'm always playing around with the numbers, I think 50 feels like something because when you're 40, you can go, I could still only be halfway done. Like 80's, <laughs> 80's reasonable. But when you get mm-hmm. to 50 and you go, yeah, 100's not. <laughs> like I'm, I'm legitimately... Over that hypothetical hill, <laughs> at this mm-hmm. point, there is yeah. there is not another halfway to go here. So, so hitting hitting the five zero makes you actually uh, face the fact. That it's it, it's it's math. Yeah, yeah, math is dumb. I love math, but I want to talk about getting old. Kind of sucks, but it doesn't. I mean, because there are certainly are some things that are sucky about it, but it's only due to the perspective of how things have changed, mm-hmm. right? Like, for instance, everything's broken. <laughs> and I'm not talking about my appliances. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you're talking about, about internally, like your, you know, your body the, or... Yeah, 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 yeah. The body physics. So, I mm-hmm. mean, as you get older, you are going to physically decline. That's what aging is. So, why is it always such a, a surprise, right? Even Even people that exercise regularly, eat well, take care of their mental health... Th- you're you're in a state of decline. Yeah, where'd you find that unicorn? Um, yeah, right. So you're you're in that state of decline, and it's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. So why do you think it is that quote old people talk about their medications and their doctors all the time? Because they have that in common. <laughs> <laughs> That's why, right? You're trying to seek that, and as a really young person, like in their twenties or thirties, you're like, "What are you talking about? God, all these old people, all they ever talk about is going to the doctor." Mm-hmm. Like, well. That's what their cohort is doing right now because as living beings, we age. It's called senescence. That's what happens. But 
that's not necessarily a bad thing. And so as I was reading through all these other people's perspectives, I'm finding that to be the majority of the case. And actually, I'm finding a lot of folks chiming in saying, no, I wouldn't go back in time to my younger self, even at like 90. They're saying, well, would you want to go back to your 20s? And they're like, hell no. <laughs> they're, like, they're like, I didn't have shit. You know, they're like, I was so worried about, you know, making an income and how am I going to basically make it to the next paycheck, blah, blah, blah. This one 90-year-old guy goes, I want to go back to being 60. 60 was awesome. <laughs> He's like, I had, I was retired. He said, in my case, I had, you know, enough income. I didn't have to worry about that. My friends were all still alive and they were retired. We had, we had no responsibilities really, but we had all the resources we needed. So it was like being like 10 years old, but being an, a quote, an adult. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, damn, that's good. I like that. <laughs> Probably has because I'm on that trajectory right now, but <laughs> I like that concept. Um, and yet I found other people that were just like, absolutely not. I'm petrified of getting old. Um, it sucks because you would think of as people just being like, everything's going to hell. I'm it's, it's a, constant physical reminder that I'm dying. I'm like, Jesus, can you? <laughs> yeah. And, and the physical part's a huge part of it because, you know, I, I've, I've mentioned it before that my parents, you know, are in their, uh, they're, they're down in Florida. The uh, complex that they live in, we refer to it as camp. If <laughs> they just came back from a three week cruise, like this is, they are living that life that that one 90 year old was talking about where they've got the money, they've got the time, everything's good but they're healthy. They have friends who didn't make it to that point. Yeah, my, my parents live in camp and they love it. And that is the goal. I, I would love that. Do I want to mm -hmm. go back and be, I don't know. I mean, 30, young, married, no kids. Well, no, I had kids. Um, that's That sounds like fun. I'd like to visit, but I wouldn't want to live there. <laughs> is that <Yeah>. an acceptable <laughs> answer? <laughs> I think it's easy to take this concept and say, hey, getting old sucks, but then it kind of doesn't because there's kind of an expectation of that somehow or another wisdom of just existing into old age is going to kick in and you're going to look back and you're going to be like, hey, it's okay. Uh, but it's not. I found this one response from a young person, which is kind of disturbing. Uh, it says, uh, and the question was, it, as a question in response to the question, it's like, is it normal to feel your youth slipping away at 20? Says uh, This person says, it's eating me up that I'm not a teenager anymore. And it just feels so weird to say I'm 20. How should I handle this feeling? I'm only 19 and I already feel old. What's happening to me? Soon I'll be 25 <laughs> and I, I am no longer a teenager. I often think about my teenage years and how quickly they pass by. What do I do? At this point, living past the age of 50, why do people want to... Why do people that age strain themselves financially just so they can live a decade or two more? How do people in their 50s feel about it? I hate aging so much. I would almost rather die. Why would anyone want to age gracefully? Hmm. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Uh, go see our other episodes about mental health. But it's, it's a very naive position, I think. Yes. I mean, that's someone who's barely lived mm -hmm. uh, saying that, they they fear getting older because the only thing they have to reference is their fleeting the fleeting years of early youth and that that was somehow 
the best thing that they were ever going to have. That's wow. Yeah, they need they need to, a conversation with someone. Um, <laughs> that's a disconcerting yeah. attitude right there. Right, big time. Let's let's compare that, contrast that with this response from this ninety year old, right? <laughs> who's outlived all of his friends. And this woman asked her dad, said, dad, don't you wish you were 21 again? And I kind of mentioned this earlier. His reply was the wisdom of ages. He said, no, I want to be 60. Those were the best years of my life. I was retired and fit and had financial freedom. All my friends were still alive. In my 20s, I had no money <laughs> and so much toil and worry and heartache ahead of me. I have remembered that my whole life now about turning 60 myself, and I'm already looking forward to it. Thanks, dad. Just one final gift from you. Hmm. And there's other ones talking about getting older where it's like you know what as you're as you're getting older you don't have the stress that others had of of quote running the race of what you're trying to scrabble for in your 20s and 30s and 40s and like to to build a foundation of hopefully stability but by the time you get older and certainly into, you know, retirement age and, and, and older, it's like, I'm, d I'm done. I don't, I don't have to race anymore, right? I don't have to fight and climb my way and scrabble and claw for everything. Hopefully, you know, that's, Hopefully. we're assuming that that's the, that's where we're headed. But Yeah. I think, I think, unfortunately, there are plenty of people who don't necessarily have that to look forward to. Agreed. Agreed. There are people that are in scenarios where it is pretty darn scary yeah. and people, people are worried about becoming lonely. People are worried yeah. about, or being alone or how, you know, forbid even being able to financially sustain oneself. Mm -hmm. But is that any route different really than any other point in life? I mean, we have that all over the place we, at all stages. Yeah. Yeah, we do. That's always a fear. Except when you're too young to really understand that it's a possibility. Right. I don't think getting old sucks. No. No, I don't either. It, it's different. I can absolutely look back on on various stages, and there was, was good and bad in all of it. But I, I agree. I wouldn't trade where I am now, really, for any time in the past. I think the, the concept that the 90-year-old mentioned about all the stress they were looking ahead to that they knew was still to come that's an interesting point, you know, because mm -hmm. certainly being in your 20s and, you know, young and, you know, making money and saving and not knowing what to do with yourself. But, yeah, there's, there's so much ahead of you. And there is so much uncertainty about what's ahead of you then. I guess, oh, there's, there's so many hypothetical questions here about do you, do you know where you're headed? I mean, every reincarnation novel out there, um, <laughs> you know, there, there is a, there's a great book called Replay um, that I read gosh, 30 years ago, um, a great novel about someone who relives their life repeatedly. Um, and each time they come back, they come back a little later in their original mm -hmm. lifespan. Fascinating story. I'm finding just as I'm scrolling again through a lot of these answers, here's another one. It says, is getting old as bad as most people think when they're young and this woman writes back yes it's way worse than anyone could have ever described to me <laughs> oh shit okay <laughs> she says the 20s and 30s flew by with barely a thought about wrinkles varicose veins back and hip pain i hit my 40s then rawr i'm a cougar fun times 
then 50 hits and I look in the mirror and don't know why. I don't know her. She looks old and tired, crow's feet are on the eyes, blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. Your friends start to move away, retire, or die. You have more difficult time finding new friends, which is true, which is one of the reasons why we started this podcast, to talk about friendship and making connections. And you don't go out as much to do activities because you're tired after working all day and don't want to drive at night. Mm-hmm. Okay. She's like, inside my, inside my mind, I feel 21. It's the strangest feeling I've ever had, and no one can prepare you for it. It's, it's getting older sucks. It says, I... I get it. I mean, I'm going through that now, right? Even you know, my friends that were serious partiers, even into their early 40s, now we're like, oh, I'm too tired. I'm not doing that. <laughs> we're not. We're not going out. We're not. You know, they've. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like they were kind of rebelling against the fact that they were aging and they were just going to keep living the same life. But then they're just like, nah, nah, that's not who we are anymore. Yeah. And as soon as they lean into it and accept that part of who they've become. Man, they're way happier. See, it's funny because I have a social thing this afternoon that there's part of me that just doesn't want to leave the house. <laughs> and I know well, that you most days. That has nothing to do with your age. Yeah, that's that's more to do with the introversion and all that. I don't know. I'm I I might change back to my pajamas. I have to decide. <laughs> <laughs> but is it with is it with people of your same similar age or, or yes are they... yes okay. it's it's my friends. It's all my friends. I just I ah. for some reason I just. You know, oh, I don't know. It looks like I need a coat. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh, yeah, th- you know, the the different phases of the getting old thing, and and a perspective I I have that you don't is I'm as I watch my kids, particularly my son who's now in college, and is you know on his own and making his own decisions. He's he's very concerned socially with with friends and meeting new people i i explained to him we were, he came home at uh i don't know after about two months at school and, and he was like yeah i haven't like you know i've got some people i know but i haven't found like the person uh, you know or, or a best friend mm-hmm. and I, I was like dude you, you know my fr-, you know I, I said you know you know my friend pat probably you know, you know one of my best friends from school he's like yeah i said i didn't meet him until the second half of my sophomore year mm-hmm. <laughs> And he's one of my best friends in the world. And yep. he's like, really? I'm like, yes, you have all the time in the world. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I remember those feelings of of um, of not being sure and not knowing where it's all going. And I see them in him. Um, and just as I see the idealism in him on, on other things, and especially in my daughter, who's just, you know, unstoppable with her, where, where she feels like it's all going to go. Uh, you know, there's, there's, it's nothing but up, and I envy that. But I remember all the all the um, insecurities as well. I like being able to look back now and see the turns I made and the choices, and and be happy with them, and and have a much clearer path forward than I did mm-hmm. then. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like to uh, this quote from Henry Rollins, which say what you will about Henry, the the guy is flipping brilliant uh he's an excellent orator i mean yeah he's a musician too but he's got this hard hard edge about him but i love this quote from him half of life is fucking up the other half is dealing with it (laughs) (laughs) and then this other guy says look uh, this 27 year old's like thinking about getting over older I'm going to be 50 and life is over. How do I deal with that? And this guy goes, the short of it, you never, you don't get over it ever. 
but then he goes on to say, look, you've got as many lives as you want. Every moment, even, even now, is one that is one that, what is it? This one and the one that, and the one after that, every moment is an opportunity to make a choice. Every 90 days is a reflection of the past 90 and the start of a new 90. Living in a rolling cycle, not constrained to a linear one. Let go of the future. It will come anyway. Start living. How old? He says, before I go, and I'll see my own self out, ask yourself this. How old would you feel if you didn't know the year of your birth? Oh, that's intriguing. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. See, that that is a fascinating concept because I know that I, I do not... I don't feel 52. My concept mm-hmm. of what a 52-year-old is is not is not me. Right. I I find it amazing that I look at uh like my mother who's 82 and I don't bother calling her anymore cuz she's never bloody home. Oh, my parents are constantly like, running around. Yes. I'm like you call me whenever you get around to it because I work and I come home and that's what I do. My mom's volunteering at four different places. She's going to the gym every bloody day. She's got this whole group of friends. She's going on trips. And I'm just like, I'm, I'm not even going to bother. She's 82. Now, she's got a neighbor who uh, lives across the street from her who's 80. And this woman is, like, bent over and decrepit and basically a shut-in by her own choosing. There's a granted eating well and, and being of good health and genetics has some, some issues to do with aging, but sure. this concept of one's point of view and perspective about where they are at in life. And this idea of age, you know, the whole thing, age is just a number, baby. It don't matter. But to say, does it really matter when you can count how many times you've gone around the sun? Mm-hmm. No, not really. It's about what you're doing right now and who you are right now and how do you make the most of what you do have instead of being, Oh my God, it's just going to get worse from here. And, and I'm just going to get old and decrepit and die. That's going to happen anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to tell you it's going to happen anyway. Although there is some very interesting science on the horizon, oh, but that's for another episode. Um, <laughs> hey, right, right. I tell you right now, right now, alive on this planet, are people who I th- I believe, I truly believe there are people that will live to be 150 years old due to the upcoming changes in medical science. But that's a whole other thing. Yeah, but do you, do you want that? Well, I think it's not like a whole other story. <laughs> a, a head in a, I don't think it's a head in a jar scenario. I think it's <laughs> I think it's living seriously viable life lifespan into the 120s to, to 150s. Um, but it's a whole other whole nother topic i thinking about me and and all these other people their responses i was thinking okay what's my response what do, what do i would i go back where i'm at now 50 something and go back and say i want to be 30 again nope hmm. absolutely not because the the wisdom i've gained through all of the experience just in that short 20 years has taught me so much more and i'm so such a different person now than I was then. I like this person much more now. I know more about myself. I've accepted so much more about my past and have been able to deal with it that I 
those things, those are the underlying currents that were making those 30s such an awful time for me. I'm like, why would I go back and do that? Mm-hmm. Because I have, I, guess what? If I go back to 30 from where I'm at now, my knee is still eight kinds of fucked up. It's not going to matter. Yeah, that's true. It's, Physically, it doesn't really help you, does it, it? It doesn't help me at all. I go back to 30s, guess what? I'm more financially unstable. I'm more insecure in my job. So I'm like, why, why would I do, why would I do that? Just so I could be younger? No. And it's spoken by someone with the perspective that they've, they've made the right choices and they're, they're on the right track. So, Uh and and I'm, and I'm in the same boat. I'm in the same boat. I wouldn't go back. I, I, I'm not, so go ahead. (laughs) No. Speak. You're making me mad because you're like, I've made the right choices and I'm on the right track. Like there's some sort of. Oh, he found the the secret, and and he's he's winning life. No, there there is. I made choices mm-hmm. with, I would say, calculated risks, and looking towards the future to do what I can to ensure stability as I get older. There is someone listening to this saying, "If I had made a different decision, yes, I would go back because I would make a different decision there, and it would put me in a better place." No, you'd make a different decision there, but you don't know where you're going to end up. This isn't the Marvel Universe. You don't know what timeline you're going to end up on, Mr. Infinity Stones. No. It doesn't work that way. (laughs) I think that's more of a reflection on one's regrets than anything. Okay. And they've got to come to terms with that. Mm -hmm. I I agree with you. I would not go back. I would not go back. I, I I, I like looking back at all of it. There was, you know, it's it's not like it's all worse than it is now, but there are parts I'd love to, like I said earlier, there are parts I'd like to visit, but I wouldn't want to live there. <laughs> right, um, yeah. I, I I would be a tourist. Mm-hmm. Time tourist would be interesting. That, that would be, yeah, do a little quantum leap. I don't, don't want to live there. Yeah. I, I do the um, what if scenario myself sometimes, because it's interesting to think about what things could have been. I'm under no illusion that were I able to do that and, I, and to make that change, that that outcome would occur. Mm-hmm. I know too much about quantum physics. This is not going to work that way. <laughs> <laughs> no, got to keep the sci-fi out of it. I'm such a, such a buzzkill. And at the moment, you're just speaking personally, every part of life, there's something new and exciting on the horizon. The Henry Rollins stuff you were quoting before was really interesting to me. Because, I mean, I'm at, look, I, me personally right now, I am about to to become an empty nester. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think about the uh, the gentleman who the ninety year old who was talking about wanting to be sixty again. I mean, that's the that's the point in life that I hope to be headed for for camp life, right? Where it's my response. My my kids are independent. I am you know financially secure. There's not a ton of of day to day responsibility because I've already built that foundation. Mm-hmm. where that's taken care of. And that's, it's an exciting place to be. The way I see it is, uh, well, I'm looking at that exact same period. I'm very excited about that because I've been waiting 30 years to get my friends back. Mm-hmm. These are friends that I had in college before kids, before careers and families start and they disappear because we're childless by choice. So I like how and, you, you blame everything but your own, your own personality for the fact that your friends disappear. Oh no, no, I know there's, I know I have a, uh, 
part to play in this. Okay. <laughs> let's, just, let's, just be, let's be clear here. You know, That's why I don't want to go back and be 30, because that guy was a real asshole. <laughs> we need some more mirrors in your house. That's yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but this whole idea of, look, they're going to get to the same point now. It's like we our lives converge again because we're we're sharing a similar thing. Now, granted, they're going to have grandkids and all that other kind of stuff. But I look at where when my parents kind of came back and converged at that that point in their lives, they were constantly going everywhere with their friends mm-hmm. that I knew I know that they knew and had relationships with even before they my parents had kids. But now it's like, oh, we're going on vacation with them. We're going to go over here, and oh, we're going on. I'm just like, that's awesome. That's what I want my friends back. It, the 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 future looks like fun more f- ah i i hate to say more fun than the past because i enjoyed the past i think there's things to look forward to there's reason to be optimistic about the future yes now other folks that are like you i will say different strokes for different folks right they're in different scenarios where they're they're very maybe nervous about the future because they have less security or um uncertainty and and i get it but I don't think that has anything to do with getting older or aging. I mean, that's a that's a an artifact of the life that they're living. I, I would think most people who who would rather be X again, and you you mentioned it with the one woman who was looking in the mirror. It, a lot of it's physical. So yeah, much I'll of it totally. is physical. Yeah. I mean, we all yeah. break. I I would love to be fifteen years younger, body wise. Uh, it would just be so much easier. <laughs> Well, yeah, there's that ease of, of you. It's like, mm-hmm. hey, look, I've got so many more years of warranty left on this chassis. I can just beat the hell out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, warranty's up, pal. <laughs> you're you're paying out of pocket now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That deductible never hits. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, to, to me, that's that's the only thing is is the physical. And there are there are things that I there are things I've left behind, I'll say, in my youth that I wish I could get back. Uh, my music mm-hmm. is one of them. I just every time I I get on a tear for a week or two of playing again, I uh, something distracts me and then I I fall out of it again and I realize that I'm so not as good as I used to be when I was playing on a daily basis. Yeah, yeah, and that's I get a th- that's a something I think for the habits conversation at some point in the future. But uh, you know that is a that is a constant regret that I'm not in the in the musical shape I was 10 years ago. And I, whenever I think about getting back into that shape, just like when I think about getting back into physical shape, I just kind of sigh and open a bag of potato chips. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I do similar stuff. I mean, I look back, I have been sculpting a lot more and more than I've had in the last 30 years. And thinking like, man, if I would have just been doing this just even a little bit mm-hmm. over the last 30 years, I would be amazing right now. Yeah. And I'm like, but you didn't. Exactly. Right. You you chose to do other things that led to an influence of where you're at right now. Is it about being better? About being like a race? What James, when are you gonna when are you gonna drop this race concept? Right? And it, it, life isn't a race. It's something to be experienced in the now, and that's a thing for me to have to deal with. Mm-hmm. I think we're racing with ourselves and only yeah. ours. That's the only important race. And I'd like stop it. I don't want to race. I hate running. <laughs> I like, like when I'm chased, I drive. I don't even, I don't run. Uh, it's just not with these knees. It's not happening. So I have like, always said that, that I will only run when being chased. I know nope. my, my, my sister is a runner. Her, her son is a runner in college. And I know, I know a lot of people who love to run. And I just, I think it's like the worst punishment ever. 
Hey, when the zombie apocalypse happens, I am proper fucked. That's all I'm going to say. Now that girl's got moxie.